Hey everybody, welcome to the Pop My Culture Podcast. I'm Cole Stratton. And I'm Vanessa Raglan. Whoa, that's... Coming in hot. That's a bit of a bellow. Hot, yeah. Hi, Cole. Hey, how are you? Pretty great. You guys that are listening, just so you know, Cole and I never speak to each other until he presses record. Yeah, it's, it's a silent setup. <laughs> yeah. I've been here for like three and a half hours. Yeah, but we, I mean, we gotta save it. Right. This, we gotta save it. There's a lot of knob tweaking that needs to happen before you can start recording. If you know what I mean. <laughs> oh my god, do they just do that? Well, guys, we have a great guest today. I'm really excited. You know him from several things, Children's Hospital, Another Period, The Upcoming People of Earth, which is fantastic, Bob's Burgers. That, that too. Or Bob's Burgers. What? Or Bob's Burgers. Bob's Burgers. Yeah. That's what I care. Uh, Brian Husky Yay. is uh, going to be here shortly, so we're very much looking I forward to that. I wonder if he knows there's a dog with that name. It probably does. That's Brian? I got to... I found my guy. I guess that's you true. keep going. I, I got to write that down. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, guys, we have a, a little bit of housekeeping and a, a kind of uh, what I would consider oh. to be a major announcement. Yeah. Um, so, uh, guys, this has been great. More than great. I mean, like, yeah, the podcast, you guys, we've loved doing it. Oh, they can already tell what's coming after that sentence. Right. Guys, it's not you, it's us. <laughs> it's really, Well, it's more than, Cole, let's be honest, it's you. That's me. Uh, we've been doing this podcast since 2010, March oh, 2010, I want to say. Um, so over, like, six years. Yeah. Uh, which is crazy. Um, we've got 200-something episodes in the can so far. I think this is episode 211. 20 which, really good ones. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> which isn't bad. Uh, but Nerdist standards are on 4,083 already. But, uh, you know, I think we've done pretty good. And uh, it's time to just about fold it up here. Yeah. We're getting... A- we're going to have one last big hurrah um, at this festival that somehow we got into. We're so blessed. <laughs> somehow, uh, I know a guy. That's me. Uh, we will be doing a final live Pop My Culture podcast at the San Francisco SF Sketch Fest. In January. Um, yeah. In January. January 15th, actually, is the date. Ooh, and we'll... this is a hot tip. This is the first date that's been announced for Sketch Fest. Yeah. So we're announcing the lineup for the whole festival in, like, about two weeks. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> so we're working on it. Cole's but, uh, <laughs> uh, but so uh, we'll go more into who's going to be on that show then. Uh, so this will be one of our last episodes. Yeah. We will have on maybe one or two more between yeah. now and then. Um, but that's going to be it. There's just, uh, it's really hard to do a podcast regularly and we've been doing it for, for six so many years. years, but we, I think I speak for both of us when it's been like the most fun and we've gotten to meet the most amazing people, make new friends, like celebrate with existing friends, celebrate their success. And it's been so, so wonderful. And we're so thankful for all the listeners too. It's been like an amazing, amazing thing. Yeah. So and we started it when not everyone had a podcast. Right. That's true. <laughs> well, uh, most people did, but not everybody. Right, right, right. Not like uh, So there you go. And uh, we were actually going to hang it up about a year ago, but yeah. we kind of soldiered on for a while. And then uh, it's we had just... some really great episodes this, this year too, but it's like, now it feels like a good a good time. I yep. think it's good. Yeah. So thank you guys for listening and for coming to us time after time to hear it. It's, yeah, I like that song. Yeah. Time time. That's the one. Oh, that's what we should 
sing together at the, at um, the final, uh, episode. final episode. That might happen. I don't know the word yet, That's but right, I will. We'll have to <laughs> Uh, so, uh, thank you guys. Thank you. We love you. Um, you can email us info, info at dot com, and uh, we read them all. We'll write you back. <laughs> Final guest suggestions. Welcome. <laughs> um, oh yeah. If, if you, you guys just want to look up to like Obama, <laughs> email us. There you go. <laughs> that would be a coup. Um, but if you just want to say hello, and uh, since we're on our way out, we'd love yeah. to hear from you guys. It means a lot to us. Uh, we are also primarily listener-supported. We have been all these years. Thank you guys for your donations. Yeah. If you uh, want to give us a little something to finalize our fi- last payments here on our website. Oh, yeah. We could also take ourselves out somewhere really nice. That's right. That would be great. Like an a Applebee's. S- oh, yeah. And we don't. We get an app, and we get a dessert. That's right. Um, so if you want to contribute to Colonize Big, Applebee's goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Does <laughs> a donation if you go to our website popmyculturepodcast.com there's a little donate button on it yep you can also go to iTunes leave us a final review it feels so morbid uh, and uh, you know. oh yeah maybe we could get a lot of RIP um, kind of reviews like if you guys want to send us epitaphs there we go that's pretty sad too uh, I don't know I'm not saying that this will be done forever ever we may come back with yeah. a stray like special or something if we feel like we need I to I think we'll have some reunions you never know and we also both have some projects in the pipeline yeah. so you know hopefully you'll enjoy those things too um, I mean I think we'll both we're not going anywhere. That's true. Um, so we're going to keep making different kinds of things and working on projects. And we hope that you guys will be able to join us at different things we do. We really do. So, uh, guys, thank you so much. Yeah, it's we been love great. you. Really. And we're just going to have fun here at the end of this thing. And uh, We're going to fart, man. Hopefully you guys can come out. To, <laughs> we might. Hopefully you guys can come out to San Francisco and uh, say hello and see the last show. It's going to be great. Oh, it is going to be great. And then we can have rice aroni, eat Ghirardelli chocolates, and... Take and some burritos in the mission. There you go. Those are all things that San Francisco is known for. <laughs> uh, and no parking. Uh, so, guys, we'll be right back with Brian Husky. Bye. Uh, our guest today, well, he is a fantastic actor and improviser. Yeah. Uh, you know him from things like <laughs> Children's Hospital, Another Period, uh, the upcoming People of Earth, and Mr. Neighbor's House on Adult Swim. Brian Husky is here. Now I can talk? Yep. Well, I really wanted to jump in uh, just when you said I was a fantastic actor. I was going to be like, you know what? Yes. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for having me here. Yeah, thanks for coming. It's a pleasure. It is. An abso pleasure. Constantly. <laughs> Already. Yeah. You don't have time for absolute. Like, yeah, I've never done that, but go. I said abso. it and I liked it. Abso. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. That's good. Thanks for saving us all that time. But yeah, that I just everyone wasted. can do that if it's they want. It's an abso play. <laughs> abso play. <laughs> uh, well, let's start with this. It's okay. a bit of a cultural thing that happened last night. We don't usually talk about sports in the podcast, but oh, yeah. Cubs won the World Series. And I am the least sportsy person around. And it's... I challenge you to a duel. No, I am like... <laughs> I am so... The only thing I get into is badminton. That's the only oh. thing. I really love badminton. Not not you like... You love it so much you are even devoted to the inn there that yeah, a lot of people a just badminton. will badminton. Well, that's, right what, that's what I wanted to talk about. The Cubs win overshadowed uh-huh. the Des Moines Shuttlecocks winning <laughs> yes. the badminton pro circuit yeah. last night. For the, the first time in 14 the years. The Shuttlecock <laughs> Super Bowl just happened. Nobody, no, no coverage, nothing. No one cared. Nobody cares. Team from Chicago. Yeah. Who couldn't get their shit together for 108 years. Exactly. Hey, you guys, why is it a bowl? 
Honest question. <laughs> uh, Super Bowl. Did they name it that because at the time that they started having Super Bowls, it was the... In a bowl? Yeah. I mean, yeah, like in gigantic uh, amphitheater. I'm not amphitheaters. Oh, what, you know, stadium. Yeah, in the bowl. big stadium. In the bowl. Yeah, because right. the Rose yeah. Bowl. Yeah. I guess somebody, somebody probably at one, an architect was like, oh, this looks like a bowl. Well, <laughs> yeah. Let's make it a Super Bowl. Okay. Architecture. <laughs> but go Cubs. Uh, but yeah, that, I have win. so many friends who are... Like Chicago people, and yeah. it means so much to them. And I, so much, and it's them. really like I was like, oh, this is really amazing. Kind I of. I know. I have. I couldn't be less phased by sports. I have never gotten into them, but watching everything on social media and knowing, you know, we have some mutual friends that like lost their minds. Over yeah. It. But I was. I saw one video of a friend's grandmother just like crying, Aww. and then I was like, I love sports. <laughs> I wish I. I I wish I had that. I yeah. wish that had been instilled in me. I mean, my my parents watched sports, but they were just kind of like watch sports for thirty minutes and then sleep yeah. the rest of the game and stuff. <laughs> That's cozy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, 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 sports is more associated like with fireplaces and laying on the floor with a blanket on. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I when I you know what if you ever watch those ESPN thirty and thirties, those are oh, yeah, great. Those, those will make any any sporting. Thing, because just a story. Seeing, yeah, yeah, and that's what I don't get into, and that's what I, yeah, I I don't connect with. But I reckon, you know, the people who do is like they know they know the characters, right. they know the history and stuff, and I just am too insecure because I can't do those things. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's, it's a commitment <laughs> to yeah. really be a fan. Like I'm I'm from Detroit originally, so like I follow all the Detroit teams. Like yeah. the Tigers are my baseball team, that whole thing. So you know, it's I'm not obsessive to the point where like if I miss a game, I freak out or anything right, like right. that. Like you know, I I have a pass season pass, and it records them. And if I'm at home, I'll watch them. Yeah, they're on at four. It's in the middle of the day. It's good. It's like on the background while I'm doing other things. Right. But I'm always following it. But there's people that just like. They won't miss a minute of any game. They will oh, yeah. go to the bar. They will make sure that they're there. That kind of, which is crazy to me. But yeah, I have a friend who um, went on, went for all the games, went to every game. He he sort of had this podcasting empire that he sold, uh, and he just sort of started this small thing and turned into this gigantic thing. I, think I know exactly who you're talking. Yeah, <laughs> and so he was like getting these amazing seats, and and I watched like one of his videos at the end, and he was just like. He thanked his family for letting him Aww. do it and how much it meant to him and stuff. And it was cool. Was yeah, like, yeah, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. Uh, like, I mean, Dan Van Kirk was there, Sam Levine, yeah. all the Murrays. Wow, yeah. <laughs> pretty much there. They kept cutting to them, Yeah, uh, which is pretty amazing. But, you know, like, my only problem with it before is, like, with anything, when a team that hasn't been in it for a while all of a sudden does, all these people come out of the woodwork that are suddenly Cubs fans. I'm like, oh, really? Yeah. Like, the guys that I know that I've identified as Cubs fans their whole lives who have been around me, like, Means a lot to them, right? But all of a sudden, people are just wearing these Cubs hats and stuff. I'm like, come on! I know, but you can do that. I mean, that's I like guess. that's that's sort of uh, you know re- that's voting for the underdog. You know, I mean, it'd be, if you're just like <laughs> fuck the Cubs, I wish they had won. You know, it'd be like a very unpopular stance, <laughs> right? I mean, unless you're uh, Indians, yeah, the poor Indians in a what sense they have a Cleveland? they have a pretty just, long <laughs> they have like a seventy year drought or something. Like it's not it's been right. a while for them too. I know so. it was that was the only sad thing was a bunch of my close close friends are live in Cleveland currently, mm-hmm. and they were like 
very sad. Yeah. And they were just like, Cubs fans are so mean. Well, they're just so politically incorrect, that team. You know? Yeah. You just you can't change some things around and change maybe we'll around. bite yeah. you to the table. Indigenous peoples. That's right. Then That's they would a have fun won. name. That's a fun rallying cry name. cheer for them. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of funny, though, when they're cutting all the celebrities and it's like Cub fan, Cub fan, Cub fan, Cub fan. And it's like, you know, Bill Murray, Eddie mm. Vedder, like all these people that are really into the Cubs. And right. they're like, oh, uh, there's Drew Carey and Charlie Sheen. They'll rep the idiots, I guess. They're doing okay. They'll do all right there. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was. I had this weird kind of split interest in a sense too that like the Indians are technically the division that my Tigers are in and uh-huh. owned us all oh, season gosh. long. So, so you know, once you get into right divisions and stuff, it's like why? Why do they just all play each other? Seems but like basically, like that is. they like owned us all season. They won like fourteen. We won like three. Mm-hmm. It was like terrible. Like, usually we were yeah. good against. Them. They killed us. So there's part of me is just like, well, if the Indians win, at least I can be like, yeah. See, my team got owned by the best team yeah. this season. Instead, no. And I got owned by the second <laughs> no. best team. No. no. You know what? They're all made of people, and the people are from all over the country. Um, So it's not really... It doesn't mean anything. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. The game was... I don't know if you guys watched any of it, but it was crazy as far as a game seven goes it was crazy back and forth and exciting no, extra innings like rain. it was everything you would have wanted yeah the yeah. rain came at the worst time like it's everything you would have wanted in a game seven so That's at amazing. least there was that because it could have been a blowout either way and then it gets kind of anticlimactic yeah it just really came down to I it i would have done it i i I got to do uh, at midnight last night, oh, which is which is pretty cool because I mean, yeah I kept trying to do it, but it was I was glad that my because I think it airs tonight, but I was like I'm glad I'm not airing it's not because oh, nobody it, yeah. would, you know would watch it. But that that being said, I was like I when I was walking past the dressing rooms, I was like why they're why they're all showing this sports event? I was like oh right, <laughs> and then afterwards they told like one of the guys like replayed it to me, one of the crew guys, and it Aww. just sounded so. Like intense at the end. You know? Yeah, I think the at midnight that went against the World Series was the one that had Dana Cool, Janet Varney, mm-hmm. oh. and uh, Nate, whatever, Nate Mooney from yeah. Standing Against Evil. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. guys. It's right. like the worst like, right. straw you could have drawn. To well, the CMAs went up last night, which I wouldn't have been aware of, but I saw because Beyonce sang uh, with the Dixie At the Kicks. Country Music Awards? And let me tell you, watch it. Really? I got chills. Did she do a country song? Yeah, she had one on her album. Oh. Uh, Daddy said, "Shoot, I don't. I think that's the name of the song. That's at least a phrase that's said so many times. I don't mm-hmm. know the name. Um, but it was like this epic performance of her and the Dixie Chicks and all these amazing musicians, just like having the time of their life. And I watched the clip this morning. I got all these goosebumps. I was so excited. And then I realized, like, oh, yeah. probably everybody's watching it today. I don't think because I feel like there's a lot of crossover maybe between country music and sports fans. Yeah. Fans there fans? aren't many. There aren't many programs that people watch in real time. That's now, true. Or, yeah, you know, you know sporting Just definitely. It later. Yeah, War, award ceremonies, I guess. But more, so and more. you can tweet. So you can tweet. Yeah, more and more. It's like <laughs> Just yeah, for tweeting. Yeah, things that are results oriented don't hold up too well on a DVR. Right. You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Once you know what the result is, I guess I can go back and watch it. Yeah, I guess the election will get some some mention oh no (laughs) i'm in such a dark place but i thought after i saw beyonce and the dixie chicks especially the Mm -hmm. world's ready the world is ready for trump women for trump oh Oh, okay sorry for strong women to be dominated by a small evil man (laughs) well that was what i keep seeing pictures of her uh like watching the game celebrating their win and stuff i haven't seen any any donalds so come on man bad move people like sports i love it if he was like a yeah you know he was he was watching the des moines shuttlecocks (laughs) oh so he's kind of the cock bowl (laughs) (laughs) bowl Uh. of cocks 
Have you guys heard, uh, this is pretty hilarious, Lindsay Lohan suddenly has an accent? Oh, yeah? Like a British one? Even or better. Or Jamaican? It is, uh, it's a mix of most of the languages I can understand. Uh-huh. That's the exact quote. Uh, it's pretty hilarious. It's fascinating. Uh. Because I kept seeing people mention it, and then I was like, I'll watch the clip. She is so committed to whatever this is. It's exciting. Like, uh. she's speaking in English, but she's searching for words as if this is not her for... Um, uh, it's oh, like my God. Really in, in, uh, uh, She breaks my heart, man. I think she's she's on, such a casualty. I think no, she's really on her way is. out. No, I think she's going to be okay. You think so? Do you think, think this is going to whip her back? Is this sort of the Britney Spears, like, shaving the head, and then it's going to kind of come no, back No, I around? think she's already had the shave of the head. I think okay. Lindsay already went through that darkness. I think she's coming out... I think she's going to be a strange, strange woman, mm-hmm. but not in the most broken way. Like I think she's, I don't. You I think, think she's going to be weird and like the Crispin Glover kind of or Margot Kidder. Margot Kidder did not. Kidder did not. No, weird. Well, no, she did let's not. not well yeah. Maybe like um, didn't is Tippi Hedren who eventually had all the lions? Had wait, all who, the lions or lions, lions? Lions. She had lions. Is that wait? Who's Melanie Griffith's mom? Tippy Hedren. Yeah, okay. Oh, so yeah? she eventually had all these lions living in their home. Oh, okay. And she even made the strangest movie about it that had a lot of casualties on set. Like, oh, yeah, I remember. You know, yeah, I remember hearing uh, that. I feel like that's where Lindsay's headed. And I think hmm. that's kind of exciting. <laughs> like, if you're in the realm that it's so easy to imagine you owning, like, so many exotic animals, right. that's healthy. I, I guess, think, yeah. I think she's turned a page. Those usually end in a mauling. <laughs> Yeah, but, but not always of the owner. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, if somebody else is a human sacrifice yeah. for this, uh, uh, you for know, one eccentric for our pleasure, that's great. Wrap, that's fine. Yeah, maybe yeah. she'll go a little smaller stakes. Maybe she'll just buy a bunch of prairie dogs or something. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. then you have to have dirt floor. <laughs> she has I'm like she has like an here. untenable amount of hermit crabs all over her house. <laughs> just problematic. You know, I heard <laughs> just the floor very looks hard like it's moving. For. Yeah. They're very, very uh, more, more than cats. They just don't give a shit about you. Yeah, people <laughs> so standoffish. buy them mm-hmm. and they think, "Oh, my kid will like this for a year or something." Yeah, those things stick around. Oh yeah, they require maintenance. I had one. Didn't I give them water and some lettuce? Oh, kind of that's it. nice. Yeah, but if you're a kid, like that lasts for a week, and you're like, "Oh, this thing, this thing this doesn't." Boring. Yeah, I can't <laughs> I get a rise out of this, this guy. Can't get anything out of this. <laughs> when thing. I bug him, he just goes away. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a nice life for that guy. No. I mean, to be able to go into a shell. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> I'm jealous. Okay. <laughs> Next. <laughs> wow. Uh, well, this is kind of fascinating. So. There's, they're trying to figure out who the next James Bond is going to be because mm-hmm. Daniel Craig doesn't want to do it anymore. He's like, oh, I'm only good at this, and it's great, and I don't want to do it. Right. Uh, so so he's, he's like walking away from it. So one of the rumors is that Michael Fassbender was up for it because hmm. he'd be cool. But yeah. he basically said, no, I don't want to do that. They should yeah. get either a younger actor or a woman to play it, mm-hmm. which I thought was interesting. Right. I agree. A female James Bond, which... I don't, you know, this, I don't know if it works. Not to sound as sexist, but I don't think it does work. Why not? Well, because it. I feel like there are certain sort of like characters and, and it, I don't know. It's like having Sherlock Holmes be a woman is an interesting sort of like angle on it. But yeah. I don't know if that, if you, to me, it feels like that's a one-off kind of experience. That, right. it, it, that it would be kind of loaded with a lot of like novelty to it or something. Um and I don't know. I mean, it's just like it's because then you're like Jamie Bond. Well, that's the only right. bump for me. Is like Jenna what Bond, Janine Bond, Janine Bond, Jessica Bond. 
Yeah. Jennifer Bond. It's hard to find a Jim really Bond. Oh, Jim with a J. Oh, no. It well, would be that- particularly weird since it's such like, I mean, I love the Bond movies, but, you know, they they don't age well if you look back at the early right. ones. They're very misogynistic and you know, all this stuff, too. Like the, the Bond girls are playthings and die most of the time. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, It'd be an interesting flip to have it be, you know, like, oh, there's this female spy and her mimbos. Yeah. Uh, I mean, maybe it would. I don't know. I it, it does it, feel like... It, it doesn't feel right to the character at all, mm-hmm. like, to the world it created. I mean, it was... used. I did love... I loved spy. that the Slash version was the kind of noir take on... Yeah. You know, I mean, they essentially identified that he is, like, a sociopath. He's, yeah, he and is, flawed. Yeah, yeah he's a high, person who is hired to kill people and miserable as a result. Yeah. But in this kind of, like unempathetic, isolated way, you know, and then the only person he makes a connection with dies, so that kind of reinforces his whole, like, right. oh, like I'm a Batman. monster person. Yeah. Except yeah. for less, kind of less good than Batman. Yeah. Because Batman's trying to save things, usually. Well, well James Bond is trying to save things. Save, but not a whole city. Sometimes a whole city. A lot city. of times it's okay. an Earth. A lot of times yeah. it's so an wait, Earth. Wait, is he Batman? Yeah. So he, yeah. He'd be like Batman, but government subsidy or something because yeah know. batman without the budget yeah without yeah. his own budget. low budget bat mm-hmm. i think that's why batman never did much for me because he's just a guy with money that's all it is yeah you know it'd be great if you find out that, that like james bond like that those agents actually make like fifty thousand dollars a year <laughs> <laughs> but they live so well like on the dime is like ultimately they come away with like just the, not much yeah so their retirement is like i gotta stay until i can't walk anymore right. <laughs> i met this woman that lives in a really fancy house in this area and she had a kid the same age and I saw her home and I was like, what does she do? Mm-hmm. And I just had this like fabulous build up in my head because our relationship was mostly based around the kids. And then they were moving and she was like, yeah, the Canadian embassy is taking this one back. <laughs> she wow. apparently doesn't make much money, but the Canadian embassy treated her very well. <laughs> That's crazy. They're politely taking it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. That's so the only way they operate. <laughs> oh, so sorry. Oh. Yeah, that's where we shot uh, People of Earth. Nice segue. I don't know if it's Oh, that was beautiful. But it was really yeah. good, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, we shot in Toronto and it was so great. It's like exactly what America thinks it it is. You know what I mean? They, we think that they were that clean and, yeah. and polite and organized and civilized and stuff. And it's super clean. I couldn't believe oh how God. clean it was. Like, because it's right across the river, really, from Detroit. Yeah. So, like, I yeah. went there a few times, and I just remember walking around, being like, "It's huge and it's so clean." Yeah. yeah. And there's a whole underground city, and yeah. Like, and even it's interesting. I was thinking the people like. They drink there. I mean, I, I haven't survived any of the... I didn't experience any of the winter stuff. I know that would be hell. Yeah. Just awful. Yeah. But, the like, I stayed outside of the city for the first part of it, uh, rented this house, and, and at 3 o'clock, like, the local bars, the dive bars, were just hardcore drinkers and you can tell oh yeah yeah and i was thinking it's like i feel you do i feel like well i feel like the people in canada who fall off the map in that way are really damaged because it's such a comfortable like easy you know why would what's there to react against yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) Yeah, what happened to you (laughs) wow this is amazing not a rapper on the street but they uh even then like just the the homeless people homeless population and then the the you know drug users and stuff it was all it was interesting because it didn't feel like they were disregarded. It felt like they were identified and sort of given a place to sort of be. 
and they were they kept their stuff together. Like it, no one was wow. like throwing their feces at each other like they do here. That's kind of too bad. <laughs> yeah. If they do, it's organized and polite. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. wrap it up in a bag and right. it just like plops. You know, you just feel the shape of it. But just you don't feel get the, the heft. <laughs> yeah, the warm heft. Yeah, it's like a little tiny bag of pudding. <laughs> so, oh wait, what was that you said at the beginning of this tangent? The oh, oh, you mean people, people reverse? reverse? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Which uh, I, I saw the the pilot episode of comic-con right and it's okay. delightful it's oh, cool. so good very, i very watched funny. it on the cool. website on the website everyone can watch that yeah i think the other ones go up afterwards i'm not sure yeah that's what it said seems like yeah seems like that's the tbs it's very good good yeah i think it gets i think it gets gooder oh my god as it goes on but the pilot's more. strong and pilots often aren't yes. yes pilots usually i'm like well you just gotta hope you like the concept because the first episode is usually pretty right good yeah yeah um but it's very funny oh cool first foremost which i think is one of the most important things yeah. for comedy <laughs> mm-hmm. and um, for tbs's logo right they say very funny that's true they still have that l- l- slogan i don't it's even in know. my head yeah. i don't know <laughs> 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 it branded was su- the branding was successful for yeah because that's all i think but that's their old like that's when they're like very funny showing, very funny very like, showing like reruns yeah. and you know seinfeld reruns well now it's stuff. very funny that's what I'm saying. very funny yeah very funny I don't rebranding know. I'm gonna give them a little time still and see. very yeah. funny <laughs> the next reruns gonna be shows Shows. <laughs> well, it works for me. Shows, yeah. usually. I yeah. deliver. They it have shows. What, it really is what deliver. it is. It Don't is care. what it is. Um, but you have, well, first of all, you have a pretty hacky producer in Conan O'Brien. Yep. Um, yep. And uh, and Greg Daniels, director Greg Daniels. the pilot, who's so in great. the office and stuff. It's amazing. So yeah. Too. Um, how did you come to the project? Was it just an uh, audition? Just an audition. Yeah. Um, um, uh, oh, I'm blanking her name. Jeannie... And she has that place out in Santa Monica. A casting director um, uh, brought me in for it, and I did it a couple, you know, a couple, two, three auditions, and then, uh, and then I got it. Oh god, uh, this is the kind of glamorous story. Yeah, this is I the exciting. <laughs> Found parking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Said the words, didn't throw up, left. It's great. That's a win. The session was running slightly uh-huh. behind. Uh-huh. The first day. <laughs> I had to go out and feed the meter. The only interest I had to, they said they gave me the part. But I needed to do uh, an, I had to redo the audition because the audio wasn't good. And I was like, "But you gave me the part." They're like, oh, "Well, they that's just want so stressful." Like, well, they just want to show it to the network in the studio. I was like, "Okay," but everybody <laughs> said yes. They just wanted to hear if I have high pitched voice or something. <laughs> should have just done the voice. Yeah, yeah, just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. ADR, just, like bring me in. I should have done the low hand, multi multi link <laughs> language. We'll do Oh, get a big cat! Yeah. Get a big cat. But then, so it was Greg Daniels and the creator, David Jenkins, uh, and they were just like, "We're you can do as many takes as you want. We can fuck around for a while. It's like, we, you have it, but we have to give them something. So it's like the most relaxed sort of like, oh, quote, callback. I'm just like, yeah, just do, just do whatever. Just do you. Just be you. Oh, just wow. bring yourself to the table. That's amazing. Yeah. That's really so, cool. Yeah, it's cool. And when does it has it officially premiered? It started Monday. Oh, okay, started okay. Halloween. Yeah, they showed the first two, and then I think on the last they showed nine and ten back to back. 
uh, and then they show whatever the math in between those other episodes. We're going to go from three to mm, eight. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. Uh, I think a lot of shows are doing that now, where they're dropping two episodes at once initially, or shortening the. You know, they don't they don't want quite make it binge worth you know binge right. watchy, but they want to make it so you get a little get more a little hooked. Well, in. It's yeah. interesting. Uh, TBS very funny is doing um, <laughs> Search Party. They're doing it binge style. They're just going to drop oh, cool. all the episodes at once. And I don't know if they're showing them on the network all just in one day, but I, I think I've heard two theories on this. Uh, one is because it's very uh, serialized, like a very continuous mm. unfolding story, uh, which is kind of ours too. But I think it's more their gate, like trying to get the millennial yeah. age group. It's like you are. This is for you. You would watch it this way, so we will so serve it to you in such a fashion. Try it. Yeah, try it. See if you like what mom and dad made. That's their other slogan. <laughs> TBS. Try, try it. it. Try it. It's not going to hurt. <laughs> just, just have a bite. Try new things. Yeah. TBS. TBS. <laughs> well, it's it's a pretty funny, great concept too. Mm-hmm. Um, Based like, on a real, their real. Those are real things. They are they are support groups for uh, people who are uh, experiencers, not, not abductees. Yeah, And yeah, and this, I guess it's based on a Vanity Fair article uh, that someone wow. did. And then when we were when we were shooting the pilot, we had a local Canadian journalist come, and he had done a profile of like a local group too and he was oh, like wow. he's like yeah you know it, it is like a aa or you know any of these other ones they get together and they talk about sort of like the issues and you know how they've been doing that week and problems and stuff and then they'll have like potlucks and you know volleyball Aww. in the park and stuff <laughs> <laughs> where do you land on the uh, out there stuff i think i you know are it's, you an experiencer i'm not an experiencer but I don't. I don't know. I mean, it it seems kind of arrogant for us to be like, no, we're no, the only yeah. ones, and also depressing if we are the only ones because right. we are blowing it, we're making a bad, yeah, bad thing really happen. <laughs> but the, for where I kind of step off is that there are three types of aliens: one that looks like you know ET. Uh, or Close Encounters, one that looks the like grays. an elf. Yeah, the whites are kind of elven-looking. And then the reptilians, which my character, Richard Schultz, is obsessed with and sort of was uh, abducted by. The reptilians just seem like a 1950s sort of like sci-fi yeah. alien, you right. know, like the lizard people from <laughs> Gumtrar. Um, so that one, fe- I don't know. It's, it, that That's where it feels a little strange. And the only it, I thought a lot about it. I was like, well, I guess maybe... Maybe aliens are in such a form that we can't comprehend of what what they look like, or you know they're made of light or something, so they present themselves in these forms that we can that we process. Can you know, yeah. right? Um, they saw a lot of pulp movies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I call lizard. Yeah. Oh, I love lizards. <laughs> yeah, I don't. It's it's crazy. It's uh, and there is a Yale. I'm I'm gonna front load this by saying i don't know what i'm talking sure. about but i've heard little bits <laughs> and tidbits but i think there was a yale uh, uh sociologist who profiled a bunch of people who were experiencers uh over 20 years or something and at the end of it he was like i definitively think that every single one of these people have had an encounter wow because like they're he's like they're such dis such a disparate array of people with so many different Mental, uh, you know, states of being yeah. and financial and everything is like, and and the overlap of all the details is so 
Wow. S- so precise that there's no way. I like that. It's yeah, exciting. I know. Yeah. So like, okay, cool. Well, that's one thing I like on the show, too, is that you do get to see the aliens. Like, mm-hmm. it's not just the support group stuff, which is all great. But, right. And the, the interplay between all of them on the ship is pretty freaking hilarious, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because um, he said, and we talked about this on the, on the show before, like, I've always had this weird hang up with uh, gray alien things uh-huh. because for some reason in my head sure. like yeah no we, you just it's a so silly kind. you're like fear but it's always a thing i had <laughs> where like if i get up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom which happens guys yeah uh, hey, you know that it's dark but there's just enough light coming in that i can see stuff and i always in my head would play this game of like i'm gonna turn a corner and there's gonna see me a fucking gray standing there mm-hmm. and just kind of like caught in the headlights like deer kind of thing just looking at me yeah we're just gonna have this weird moment of like okay there's an alien there's like, you know, I'm, I'm not yeah. gonna freak out. I'm just gonna like because I've already mentally prepared myself. For and what would there. you say? That that's a big question. We get it's like, what would you say if you saw an alien? I don't know. That's the weird thing is like I've had this weird fear thing forever that like that's gonna happen or like and it never does. I'm always just like, kind of laugh about it. Right. But like, what if one day it really does? Yeah. And then, like it's this weird thing vision I've had for all these years uh-huh. because it's like foretelling it or something. I strange. think I would want it to kill me immediately. Really? Why? I don't know what we're going to do together. I don't know how I'm going to go to life the next day. Yeah. If it went well, it would be pretty yeah, great. Yeah, if it could go well. I guess I can't even imagine it going well. Well, the thing is that... The, Maybe it could the, put me in a trance and then yes. things could go well. I would need to be taken to another state. Well, that yeah, that's a big sort of component of the storylines is that... that they are they're observing these people, but they have to sort of manage their memories and, and stuff. Right. And the aliens are not great at that part Aww. of it. <laughs> Come on, guys! But you know what? Like one of the things I I love about the show is that, and, and you know, any any sitcom worth its weight in quality is, is going to be like sympathetic to the characters and stuff. And if yeah. you think about it, it's like, this is a very isolating oh my gosh. experience. Yeah. You are, you are the person, Oh, you are crazy. You're, yeah. you're just deemed as crazy or amusing or disposable out there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh. So then you're like, oh, well, well, that's why you find your tribe. Yep. Of experience. Exactly. That's what bonds them. Exactly. The loneliness. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and there's lots of great people in it. Yeah. It's a good yes. ensemble. Um, Anna Gasteyer, Wyatt Sinek, yep. uh, Luca Jones, Alice Waterland, Nancy Linehan, Divine, or Devine, Joy Randolph. I found out you have to pronounce it a certain oh, way. You hit it. Yeah. Second yeah. Um, <laughs> Bjorn, I always mangle his last name, Gustav Fersar Fersar Fersarsson. No, I think that was, that's it. That I think it. that's pretty strong. Yeah. 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 Ken Hall, they're the aliens. Um, Oscar Nunez is Oscar your Nunez. Priest who runs the Daniel place. Sherman yeah. plays in us. Yeah. Awesome. All star cast. All wonderful people. Yep. Improvisers and comedians. Mm-hmm. That's how you get it done. That's okay. how you get it done, America. Yeah. yeah. Put funny people on a thing. Funny things happen. Mm-hmm. I find. <laughs> for the most part. Ingredients. Exactly. Uh, well, it's now on TBS shows. Um, you can catch it there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and let's talk about Mr. Neighbor's House. Yeah. Oh my gosh. For Adult I'm Swim. so excited. Yeah. Did they send you something to see? I've or? only seen the trailer okay. that's out there, but I am a big fan of you. I love Mary oh, cool. Holland. Thanks. And like, I also, there's just, I can tell that the sensibility is very exciting. To me. Yeah. You know, do you guys like Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared? Yes. Okay. Yeah. It makes me have those feelings like yeah. when I see it of just like terrifying and honest and mm-hmm. out there and funny yeah yeah that's good i'm like i'm glad you said both terrifying and honest because that's what yeah (laughs) it's 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 kind of like i like the idea of like the 
just a very like rice paper thin veil between like keeping keeping reality in ch- in check and sort of like innocence and and because he's essentially he's the show kind of uh, takes place in an insane world and uh deals with his own psyche and stuff so <laughs> what was the how did this come about uh it was just uh, myself i wrote with um jason manzukas and jesse falcon who mm-hmm. i do an improv show with at the upright citizens brigade theater and then after a show one night we just started talking about kids shows and it just kind of came from that that's awesome as almost as exciting as my audition story <laughs> <laughs> no, this one had a, little, a few more characters which yeah. is good yeah right. <laughs> so we had a setting more specific mm-hmm. so yeah was we good. was in a bar so oh, you know okay. there's alcohol yeah. um and then so we did a pilot for uh adult swim and they're like we don't think we'll do it as a series but if you want to do a special so we got so the pilot uh, was 15 minutes mm-hmm. and then this is a 30 minutes jammer oh, is there more than just the one or is it just the one just the one oh. i mean hopefully we'll get more, to do more maybe even a movie with a woman playing you mm, okay yeah yeah <laughs> you know like james bond i, I okay. suit you there Sorry. i would just say just let mr neighbor be the new bond oh you know? there we go there you go that's a real that's a layer that's on a, a layer that's a world of pain <laughs> uh-huh. yeah but it's exciting they should really just up half and they change it like maybe have bond switch out every 20 minutes <laughs> you know what i mean oh, yeah yeah <laughs> he just goes into another room that just cuts to him walking to the next room it's a completely different act well, that's kind of like but you just know because it's continuous shot yeah, right because they have all those rubber masks and that's how it kind of feels mm-hmm. yeah same same approach same yeah. approach it's right. a classic approach um, bond I think I've shown it to uh, some people. Like I, I do a lot of different stuff, so I'm, I'm sort of people have different ideas of me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And uh, at a few times I've shown it to people, and they're like, "Oh, wow, that's really dark." Okay, <laughs> cool. I'm like, yeah, this is. I think this is funny. <laughs> do you think that's the most? Like, what would you say that you've done is the most true to your voice? Um, I'd say I think. Things like that, and yeah. Children's Hospital, and yeah. um, but even I mean, people of Earth too. I, I, I uh, cumul- cumulatively, I really love characters who are uh, just barely holding on to to the framework that that people perceive them as. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. they're just like you, you know, this guy. He seems like a pretty together guy, but there's something a little bit off, and just that, just barely kind of keeping it together. Well, that's what I think. That's one of your great like gifts as an actor or performer mm-hmm. is you come in a very like normal package yes right yes so it's like there's a lot of work done. like oh there's a doctor there's a principal like right. you make sense to people's brains like that too. Yes. so to see a screw loose is really exciting yeah, because yeah. it's like everyone's losing their shit all the time right and that's the person that we want to see lose it is this guy yeah yeah my yeah my physical package is very sort of like every man yeah normal middle Smart, management yeah. yeah 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 which is usually the guys i mean you know the the the, the least noticeable ones are the ones that uh, oh, oh he bonkers. seems so quiet he seems right. so, 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 like a polite neighbor and he shot everybody he was very clean mm-hmm. well one of the things i loved about children's hospital since that was briefly mentioned was that there really like are no rules on that show yeah. like mm-hmm. there was none zero like yeah it's continuity didn't matter like you know it's funny i i wrote a couple of like two or three episodes and and they they did have a logic to the universe Ooh. you would turn in a draft and be like well this this makes no sense this is too crazy this and i'm like but you literally have this other can you, you know? speak to that at all that would be really interesting to hear like 
I think I am doing that. Well, right how now. does it? What are the rules within the rules? I don't know. I mean, that that. Oh, that was as that, much as you got. The, yeah, that's the kind of thing. I was like, okay, what are the rules? Like, well, it's hard to explain, but he's like, hey, this is too crazy. This doesn't fit. But along those lines, we had the same thing with Mister Neighbor because it's you know it deals with sort of like his own his perception of the world, this world he's made up, this Mr. Neighbor's house and stuff. And so anything can happen, especially since it's a kid's show. But there were a few things like, no, that's, that feels too crazy. Mm. That doesn't feel within the sort of rules and, and premise that were in it. And it's better to give yourself some, you know, restrictions, yeah. especially on Adult Swim, because I feel like there you can just like anything can happen. And then you can just sort of like heighten out of funny stuff. Yeah, because you can lose... In whatever is tethering you to yeah. a concept or yeah. what's funny. Yeah. And it's, you know, just coming from improv is like you have, if something huge and explosive and and just beyond crazy happens, you have to earn it. And right. it's just sort of build up to that third act, like yeah. resolution. Because otherwise, if you start with that, you're like, all right, now it's just. Now let's throw poop at each yeah, other. Yeah. yeah. Now, now we're just polite Canadians hurling yeah. baggies <laughs> of poop at each other. Well, one of my favorite things you've ever done was Monster in a Wheelchair. Oh, wow. To go way back. Way back. Uh, um, Cole introduced me to it. Mm-hmm. You've got to watch Monster yeah. in a Wheelchair. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. uh, that's back in the early days of SF Sketchfest. I remember we saw that and we're like, oh, yeah. we got to get Brian up. This is mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. Um, and then Naked Babies used to come pretty much every year to the festival for yeah. quite a while. Um, where, I don't know if you've seen this. There's a wheelchair werewolf thing that's out there now that I saw mm. somebody pop up, and I went like, what? what? A ripoff? Maybe. Huh. you got a lawsuit on your hands, Oh, honey. my God, yeah. Yeah. Where did Monster in a Wheelchair come from? I did a one-man show, <laughs> and this is another one of those great I'm stories. Like, <laughs> building up for this. We sold tickets to it. It was yeah. in a theater. People attended and reacted. There was uh, a wheelchair. It literally was just a phrase that I said, and I was like, oh, that's funny. <laughs> oh my god and so then i just uh yeah i just came up with the idea of just like something super threatening and something super restricted at the same time <laughs> so sort of yeah he's frustrated by his own limitations uh yeah that's, it does it does that's live a creative on the process <laughs> so people should uh go to youtube i believe there's a version on there still yeah there's that's some there's it. some punk who like put it on his page and got more <gasps> hits from it than i did <laughs> That's how it works. Yeah, exactly. You know. But you know, it's like one of those. This I post. I made a website. This is back before you just you know, YouTube and stuff. Yeah. So I had to have my own website. So I made a website. Website, and then over Christmas, it like got some huge thing that went over like a million hits, and everybody's like, "Oh my god, you have a viral thing!" And I was like, "Great. What do I do with it? What happens?" And then, <laughs> and everybody's like, "You got to monetize it. You got to make money from it." And I, I. Did it just felt like the early days of internet kind of reaction? Yeah, right. And I was like, I just kind of want people to see it. And then this kid puts this on YouTube. Punk. This punk. Oh sure. my gosh! Well, you haven't made it until your content has been aggregated. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, congratulations! That's, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Way to go, <laughs> aggregation. That like the old me. saying goes. That's so funny to me that there are people that have these empires that it's all based on aggregation. Like they don't produce anything themselves, and mm-hmm. then they get all the sponsorship money, and they're rich and stuff from it. I was like, you didn't do anything. Yeah. Well, they had a clever idea of a way to monetize, so that's something. That's yeah. more than I've ever done. Yeah, you'll get there. You'll Thank you. <laughs> Find this guy's page and okay. <laughs> link to you it. Know, it's yeah, yeah. A few tricks. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do first. Okay. We do a different first every podcast. A different first from life. Mm. Uh, what was the first thing you can remember binge watching? Oh, the monkeys. Yeah, I was obsessed with the monkeys. Uh, I we were driving home one time and we got into a car wreck, pretty bad car wreck, and I was in the back seat and I started like 
bawling uncontrollably and my mom assumed that i was like really injured and she's like are you okay i was like i'm gonna miss the monkeys oh, oh no <laughs> uh, and I, you know i couldn't binge i can binge watch it in that they did repeats every day yeah but i would that would be my ritual to come home and watch the monkeys oh my gosh and i was obsessed with mike nesmith and i got a hat like his and i used to wear a hat <gasps> a little green hat and that's stuff. amazing yeah i always thought you could tell a lot from by somebody but who their favorite monkey was because mm-hmm. everybody had a different one yeah and he yeah. was the most kind of like straight man logical uh you know but he's music he's very musical um he wasn't much of a ladies man but that felt manufactured to me sure he seemed like the one of the solid <laughs> the guy. brains behind the, art, the, the, behind the, the group the monkeys, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i like davy for some reason when i was little yeah i don't know why if i look back at it now i was like i don't know why i like davy wasn't he a heartthrob yeah, he was like the why. adorable. He was the cute one. He's the one. Well, he's the boy. I always thought that was kind of weird. Was like, <laughs> he looks like a child. <laughs> that might be why I identified with him. I was like he looks young too. Yeah. <laughs> I for a while I, I I did say like Mickey was my favorite, but then I was like no. Nah, <laughs> you had to get my, real yeah. eventually. I was like Every if I listen to my up. heart, <laughs> no one ever chooses Peter. <laughs> no, no. Sorry, Torque. I know. You know I'm going to pick Peter. Peter is just like a Bob Denver light. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Like a, which is such a sad yeah. If you guys, for those who don't know, that is Gilligan from Gilligan's Island, which was a show. Maybe on TV. Very funny. Now. Very funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was yours, Vanessa? I think it was just anytime there was a marathon on TV. But the way I associate the word like binge watching with just that sitting there in a coma kind of feeling, it was those weekends when you would get a free channel. Mm-hmm. You know, Disney Channel would be like, we're doing a promo weekend because my family would never actually get Disney, right. but you'd have it for like 48 hours and they would play back to back to back and I would videotape it and just sit there and zone out to the likes of Flash Forward. Mm-hmm. Um, really great, really beautiful show yeah. with what's his face who uh, yeah, be a that guy. dead end story. Okay, but, cool. <laughs> but I liked him very much and now he's gone on to be quite successful. That's but what's his face? His face was... Engaged to Robin Wright Penn. What's his name? He's such a good actor. Sean ben Foster. Penn? Ben Foster. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that was him when he was like 10 years old. And yeah. I had such a crush on him. And uh, those are great memories for me. That's a really funny. special time. I never heard of Flash Forward. You know, it was a Canadian show. And oh. what's your name from. Uh, <laughs> this is how great. <laughs> the Firefly? She was so pretty. Uh, Jewel State Jewel was State, the other okay. person. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Great. They went on to have. Wait, are you Canadian or no? No, you just. But they were because they would always be like, "I'm in grade four. Mm -hmm. I was like, "Why do they talk like that?" Yeah, yeah. Found out they're Canadian. Grade four university. Which is why they were so lovable. Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) Weird. It's a very clean show. Right. Mm -hmm. My daughter like is obsessed with. I mean, I I guess that's just a thing now because they can just devour series. Oh yeah. But there's some weird like you know family sitcom. That just had such, so Canadian. And I was like, I think they made this in Canada. I was like, no. And she was like, no, no, Dad, it's an American show. <laughs> like, no, listen to how they talk. I really think this is Canadian. I was like, no, no, Dad. Didn't want to accept it. Oh, what just got back from Skydome. Uh, Toronto. <laughs> Toronto. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I can't remember, but it was awful. It oh. was just like, cancer-causing jokes. <laughs> it's <just> so bad. <laughs> so bad. That's a rite of passage to get yeah. to love a truly horrible show yeah. as a young person. Yeah, it's true. I think, I'm trying to figure out what I first binged. Like, I mean, I remember when 24 came out on DVD, 
that's one of the first things that like I bought the DVD box and just like, right. plowed through them. But definitely when I was younger, I watched a lot of like Saturday Night Live and Kids in the Hall. Like I would watch, they would have those yeah. on during the day on Comedy Central play Kids in the Hall, and I just mm-hmm. watched the four hour block or whatever that they right. would put on. So I definitely watched a lot of that stuff. Do you like comedy? It's. I think I like comedy a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Fine. Yeah, you know, fan of it. Run a festival and things. So <laughs> yeah. that's right, enough. I forgot about to, that. That's cool. It's enough to make you hate comedy. I'll tell you that much. I know. No, I was, like was so going to say, like, you would get very, very, very sick. Yeah, come, <laughs> come like February, March when the festival's over. I'm like, all right, can we just go see some dramas, please? Yeah, totally. Some hard hitting. Do you, uh, do you sort of get, uh, like, do you drown in the lack of sincerity by the end of mm-hmm. uh, the festival? Just like bits, just drowning in bits, in constantly bits, yeah, interaction. Just constantly like, covered in bits. Yeah. I think the hardest thing for me is like, you know, we get like 500 applications or whatever from up and coming people. And then a lot of them are great, but a lot of them sometimes are the same. Like you'll see the same concept, the same jokes, like kind of done over and over and over again. And I'll just be like, oh, I really don't want to see that bit anymore, please. Same thing with the sketch groups and stuff that would come out is like, and it's funny to me because a lot of them are fantastic, but there's certain sketch types that you see uh-huh. a lot and yeah. like and you don't realize there's a pattern until, lady in a chicken suit yep lady in a chicken suit <laughs> uh, you don't realize there's a pattern until you sit down and you just keep seeing it on tape after yeah. tape after tape after tape like one is like the fake chaos at the beginning of a show so mm-hmm. somebody comes out and they start doing something that seems kind of whatever and then somebody else comes and goes hey hey Bill stop stop right, right, right. we're not going to do that bit and then yeah, there's like yeah. a fake fight <laughs> and then somebody quits like that happens all the time yep. and the other is a sketch that a lot of groups do which is like instead of saying the dialogue they say what the dialogue is so somebody mm-hmm. goes greeting greeting oh, response yeah. uh, query really? puzzled response seriously yeah. that's funny like that's happened a lot i'm like well there was weird. a viral video that did that and then ad campaigns took it yeah. like uh because i remember seeing it in commercial auditions and i was like that was someone's original thing and now yeah that's the thing that's out that's, there a lot so it's sort of like a uh, like a distilled uh, autistic perspective on the world that's I a guess. beautiful way to put it <laughs> yes yes <laughs> thank you no, no problem <laughs> yeah so that's uh, it's weird when you just, you don't realize that there's these common like if something's topical you'll see that you know mm-hmm. whatever people have similar riffs on whatever it is but are there are an, an enormous amount of sort of like Tony Robbins or the kind of um, straight to audience uh, I guess like guru shows you know there's or, yeah that pops up a lot yeah fake ted talk Fo- yeah motivational yeah, yeah fo- motivational. motivational speaker motivational. oh there it is. Yeah, it does seem like that's the cl- like the the sketch show that goes off the rails. Yeah, yeah, it's like a <laughs> that definitely just trope. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a classic. It is without a trope. Where would we be? That's mm. right. Well, let's do a build a movie. All okay, right, it's pretty often. So uh, we're gonna build a movie together. Um, just adding <laughs> actors. Plot points, right. whatever. There's no budgetary constraints. It's a fictional universe. Uh, there's no, it could be you could put Humphrey Bogart in it. You could put Miley Cyrus in it. Doesn't matter. Okay. The timeline doesn't have to sync up. Cole uh, you got, says I, Miley not Cyrus. to bum you guys out, but you know Adam Carolla does this on his podcast. Is he really? He does. He's been doing this for a while too. Oh really? Shit. Yeah. I know. I mean, much like with the sketch stuff, oh, it's gosh, a lot right. of content out there. Things. Yeah. Well, let's wrap it up. <laughs> That's it. Let's put a bullet in this. Here it is. It again. Uh, <laughs> so this build a movie is. Uh, uh, let's build, uh, since People of Earth has to do with the aliens and things like that, let's mm. build a super cool space adventure kind of film. Okay. Star Wars, Star Trek, whatever. Okay. Studios seem to like those. Yeah. They make some money. They come in and out. Yep. Can't be too, uh, it can't be, yeah, you don't want to get too, like, sincere with it. It's got to have some action to it, you know? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think Sally Field was, like, in her, let's say, in her Gidget era age, 
I'm just throwing a large net here. Mm-hmm. She was one of the first women to go to space and she got to like, there'll be flashbacks of this and she experienced some weird stuff. And now she's being sent back to captain a ship. But this is the, I thought this was a real story about no, no, Sally no, no, Field. No. Okay, great. Oh, <laughs> I love Oh, she taught her. Wow. Yeah. She's an exec producer, so you never know. Yeah. Maybe there's a personal stake in this for I'm her. I'm sure there's something tied in. Right. So she's, she's leading a mission back. She's the captain of whatever ship this is. That's all I have to put to So table. she's older. Yeah, she's, she's a, current Sally Field. And then we get to flashback to... Her first experience. Yeah. So who would play young Sally Field? Oh, no, they're going to do that weird thing they're doing in movies now where they have like digital composites of the people with oh young faces. Have oh, you okay. seen that happening now? No. Oh, it's it's yeah. happening. Yeah, it's, they make, oh, they make use the old old footage of them and yep. sort of... Yeah. And they put it on them and it's just really off yeah. footing. Yeah. So they're going to do that. It's not even going to be like another actress. It's Aww. going to be weird composite Sally movie. Field. Okay. Destined to fail. Oh, that could be the name of the movie. Destined to fail. Destined to fail. Okay. I would watch that. Yeah. <laughs> we are not moving tickets. I don't know. So, so then they're bringing, so she has to get, does she have to get the team back together? I guess she does. She probably does, but maybe she has to get the team like, uh, together. And there's one, one team member is dead. Uh, but, but their, their son, the or son or daughter wants to come. Yeah. Um, it can be a son. Yeah. And they, and like, actually, no, you're not equipped <gasps> for this. He sneaks on board. You guys. What? Oh, <laughs> never mind. I had the worst idea. I was like, and then she's going to find out she's his mother. But she would have known. <laughs> yeah, she might. women usually have a way was, of, of knowing. <laughs> It would just be a huge story about what a terrible, dysfunctional mother she is. Right. Just like, that's where the destined to fail. Let's know. Let's go with that. It's like, well, maybe so, she was a test tube baby, but it was her. She didn't know that that one survived. Because- so this should be one of those movies that has sort of like a uh, like a genre jump in it, like you were saying. Oh, like yeah. You change the, uh, yeah. the... So once they're up in space, it becomes like a hard-hitting family drama oh, where yeah. she discovers that this is her son, and he like it reveals how damaged she is as a, he is as a result. He's got a heroin problem sure. um he's shooting up as they sort of come to like about to sort of re-engage with the uh, with the aliens <gasps> um and then maybe the aliens are just like family counselors they on, just set him down on yeah. court orp and <laughs> they, talk it out, yeah, talk it out. <laughs> come over come on everybody pull up on asteroid yeah, they're yeah, the that's turtle the thing is their, their <laughs> ship their ship of course crash lands because that's what happens mm-hmm. and uh that's because the, he's doing heroin and right. he's oh, supposed and to be sally is now having this meltdown because she realizes she just always called them the lost two years she didn't know what happened yeah but she was pregnant she had a baby she went into a coma and her ex-lover stole the baby right. back, and now she's finding out this. So she's having a total meltdown in space. And all this stuff is happening, and, and the, the 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 black sergeant that sort of uh, went on the original mission says, I'm getting too old for this shit. And then they crash, you know. And that's Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, that's Lawrence Fishburne. Oh, great. <laughs> so they crash, and uh, when they wake up, they're like, they, they find themselves not in the ship anymore. They're in some sort of containment facility mm. that these aliens run, and they've been observing them for a while, and then see the interplay between Sally Field and her son, and then... They're tra- hermit crab literally tra- aliens. <laughs> sure. They're hermit crab aliens. Huge hermit crabs. <laughs> but oh. oddly soothing. Yeah. And great. And you faces. feel like you could really open up to them. <laughs> <laughs> Very therapeutic. They have, they have a clipboard and glasses. Uh, <laughs> There's couches in the facility, so it works yeah. nicely. Um, and then, so how is it destined to fail? Yeah, I know. That's what I was just thinking. We've got to tie this back. we got to put a bow on this, honey, before... The trilogy comes out. Um, What's destined to fail is their relationship. 
not the mission. Oh wow! So the mission's well, a success. Success, but they go back and they leave the sun in. One, he becomes one of the hermit people. He gets his own shell. <laughs> he gets and his they, own shell. Yeah, and they have this really tearful goodbye. But their relationship was destined to fail, and he wasn't meant for this planet. No, and he's he he's, never felt like he's he acclimated to their environment there because of the sheer amounts of heroin in his body. Yeah, and he was conceived, yeah, yeah. he was conceived <laughs> Somehow, in space. Yeah, the, the, the replacing the fat cells in his body with heroin allows him to sort of breathe their atmosphere. Yep. It, I mean, we brush over this part really fast. They just give a really Science quick... Facts. Yeah, yeah, they give a, a quick a summary. And, <laughs> it's uh, sort of like in Prometheus when the guy just takes his helmet off and goes, yep, uh, that's what I thought. Yeah, it seems like air. Works really? for me. What was the recent movie uh, that had... Um, oh, God, I, I never remember anybody's names. Uh, uh, it it was a, a, a Nolan film. Um, Interstellar? Interstellar, where they they really tried to explain everything about quantum physics yeah. and yeah. stuff. It, it, I was like, wow, this is a really admirable, but it, there's, there's a reason in those movies. Was like, we just want a yeah. story. Yeah. We don't care. We can't go into it, but we just made a hyper jump. It's like, oh, that's Fine. possible. Sure. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Neat. Yeah. I mean, all you really have to do is turn the lens and go, just go with it. And we're yeah. like, all right, we're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're fine. Yeah, You're yeah. in space. I'm not going to really question a lot of this yes. stuff. Because <laughs> if I did, what was the point? Yeah. And I've movie. never been. Or they should just always have them explain it right at a sort of like a crucial like a high tension moment was like there's a, there's not time to go into it and right. then you can just like brush over it well i if i could have a few minutes i can said, no no there's no time okay, i just yeah. said it. look at the clock <laughs> sorry man <laughs> it's sort of like in uh if i don't know if you've ever read the jurassic park book but there's like the what the jurassic, jurassic park. park there's like several <laughs> there's several of chapters of just ian malcolm explaining chaos theory and mm. you know which they very quickly gloss over in right. the movie because like who wants to hear i love jeff goldblum yeah yeah but considering how slow he delivers everything could you imagine him talking about chaos there yeah yeah minutes? you can tell I he'd can. be sarcastic about it it's like does he mean this he's, he's throwing this shit does in he face. hate me <laughs> so weird <laughs> so yeah jargon Is it my turn oh wait i think we pretty much i think that's it that's yeah. a beautiful well, who, movie. who directed it let's oh. give it a director um uh, let me see uh, Cameron Crowe. Beautiful. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. Cameron Crowe is going to sort of like try to sort of meld his two two loves together. The soundtrack is great. Yeah. Let's give it that. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe it's a, since it's a genre jumper, it's sort of two. It's a two four. Oh. Uh, it's James Cameron and then Cameron Crowe. That's good. Directed by the Camerons. Yeah, the Cameron brothers. <laughs> they, 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 they build themselves as the Cameron, Cameron brothers. Or you know what would be cool if you just start musical Cameron act. in the middle and then you can have James Cameron Crowe. Mm-hmm. James Cameron Crowe. And Cameron is in, it's got a, maybe that thing you can do in Photoshop with the glow. Well, so then, the word Cameron has a glow. And then for it. interviews, they do sort of like a digital like mashup oh, of their faces. So it's yeah. like a whole new person. It's like, it's James Cameron Crowe. Like, <laughs> Destined to fail yeah. on every way. But they use both of their voices overlap, so it's really weird. Takes place in Seattle, no yeah. the ocean. No Seattle, no yeah. the ocean. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Let's do your question, yeah. Vanessa. That's what I meant when I said my turn. Mm-hmm. I keep going with the movie thing. I knew mm-hmm. it was done. I just want to get that out there. I yeah. could tell that bit was done. Yeah. Uh, have you ever met an Olsen twin? No. Okay. Uh, so your last name, you might know, there's a dog that goes by that name. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spelled other differently. Kind of different spelling, yep. but let's face it. If you just said it, you and a dog would turn. Yeah. <laughs> is there, is there, is there Do dogs respond by their breed names? Is that how that works? An intelligent breed. Shih Tzu! Shih Tzu! 
<laughs> All these dogs turn around. <laughs> Sorry, Lisa. That's great. That's great. Uh, what other last name would you have of a dog breed? Oh, um, oh man, that's a good. I know. I know. <laughs> There's so many. <laughs> Gosh, there's so many choices. Uh, I would be a very different uh, person if I was Brian Bichon. Oh. Brian Bichon. <laughs> you would be definitely like the groomer for Lindsay Lohan's animals. Yeah. I would have like soft rock kind of like acoustic album that I'd release on my own website and stuff <laughs> on the side. <laughs> and it would have MIDI music that would play when you came to the website. Uh-huh. Bye bye. That's what I'd call you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good answer. Okay, great. Um, what was your favorite children's show as a child and or which children's show kind of scarred you? Oh. Um, I do kind of... Uh, I count the monkeys as a children's yeah. show. But I also liked New Zoo Review. Not familiar. Oh, my God. New Zoo Review was... Uh, 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 Brown-haired, good-looking woman in her 20s, a brown-haired, mustached, kind of creepy-looking dude in his 20s, <laughs> and then a hippo, an owl, and a frog. That's uh, hitting bi- all the quadrants. Yeah, big, big sort of like um, uh, body, body suits, uh, but like, you know, their heads were, I don't know, like three feet wide, and their mouths would open up and stuff, and they jump, it, it's very high energy, and it's shot in a studio and stuff, and I, I don't know if it had like a educational component to it, but there's a funny uh, video online that does an uh, outtake where they're fucking around with each other, and they start to like... Like go down on each other. And it's really they're like he's like well, at one point like the frogs and well get over here and suck my dick you you slut and the hippo goes over and starts doing it and stuff and you hear all these crew members like ah ha, ha, ha. Oh God, that's amazing it's like the worst thing to leak out. So if I had found that when I was young, I think that would have scarred yeah. me. Um, uh, I don't know if there's one I'll that really scarred me. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's a nice combo of it was good and now you're scarred. The uh, first time I saw like Thundercats and um, those, uh, there used to be that show that uh, Conan made a fun of, made fun of where they'd have like an illustration and then they put their human mouth in the middle of it and Ooh. they'd have them talk and stuff. Okay. That is just disturbing, <laughs> <Yeah>. disturbing to see. <laughs> that ought not happen. I don't know why that why they're like, yeah, we'll have human mouths and these things and it will look natural. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be fun. Yeah, it's yeah, like weird. Yeah, yeah. What was the one with the looky loo, the fake mirror? Uh, Zoom. Was that? Was that the thing where they were romper room? A, yeah, romper room. Oh, romper room. That's, that's right. Me and Gary. Oh, you know what? Actually, Zoom bothered me. Uh, people, you know, younger kids, Zoom was like very 70s and that all the kids wore black turtlenecks and it was shot like not on a, uh, like in a studio on a big black, you know, psych. And so you're just always. In abyss. Yeah, you're always in this abyss and it was all just kind of like. I hated the games that they would play, like nonsense talk, and it all sort of. I, I felt like I was being sold, sort of like psychological testing <laughs> <laughs> through the games they would do and stuff. There's something I was like, I don't like. I'm this. not participating. Yeah, I'm not comfortable <laughs> with this. Um, okay. Mm-hmm, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, if you could, this is one you're gonna have to just go with me, just right. for an experience. Sure. Shrink. Safely mm-hmm. um, to a small size. This size will be dependent on your other choices. Okay. And you, but you retain your adult mind. Okay. But your okay. tiny being, perhaps. 
So you're thinking that, that if you shrink to a smaller size that your brain gets... No, I'm thinking <laughs> that the next part you're going to go... You're going to have a question. So I'm trying to okay. get ahead of myself. Gotcha. So you're going to get to have the experience to be born from any animal other than a person. It, yeah, as a human, as you, a, you as get a to come out human. the vagina of a hippo or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> what do you pick? This question. <laughs> what do you choose? Oh, I was thinking about it. Nobody, wait, yeah. No one has fantasies of being birthed by an animal. I know. I know. <laughs> I get like, what, what animal would you be? Oh, I'd want to fly, or I'd want to be whatever. But yeah, like, yeah. No, but everybody's birth situation is a little different. It's exciting. So, well, no one remembers being birthed either. No, so I guess some that's jerks the, claim that they do. And right? this is the special part: you get to remember this. I don't want to. This sounds awful. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I just picture just like get, then pick an animal that's born in an egg, dummy. I, yeah, or I do a. Uh, the biggest vagina possible, I guess, of a whale. A bl- oh, a blue water whale? Birth. Yeah, water birth. Water See? birth. Uh, water birth. <laughs> water birth. Yeah, I mean. Right, See, you got into it there at the end. <laughs> the ostrich, like, you know, if you did an ostrich, I mean, even if you did an egg, I just think that you're just trapped in. I guess you're protected. It's sort I mean, of. You know, you get this experience. Okay. I mean, think about your brain just knowing. Here I am in an egg. I get to meet the world. I mean, it would be fun to pop on and go, ta-da, or mm-hmm. something. But yeah. other than that... Surprise an ostrich. Well, I, I just... just- just for probably the experience of how small it is, I think I would probably want to maybe do like a fly thing, oh. and then what? It, how insane that would be! Like at the same time of like a billion other babies being erupted <laughs> into the world at your brethren. Yeah, yeah. So if I, like you're in some weird festival. So yeah. <laughs> I feel nice. like once you let yourself go, it gets exciting. To think about. Okay. Yeah. I was imagining for a, a koala, and then you get to kind of be in the pouch for a little while. Mm-hmm. It's all mucusy, but warm yeah and someone loves you i see my perception like once once i'm out i want it to be done you're leaving yeah you're, <laughs> you, you want to hang good. around and sort I of like be raised by them this. yeah, yeah honestly, with my own brain and they watch them love me um yeah it would be great yeah so fun for everyone uh <laughs> and i have a final question for you that's amazing you've angered a wizard mm-hmm. and he's going to give you a choice between two punishments okay one is that you are abducted by aliens and you leave this world for three earth years i don't know how long it will take there i can promise you will come back safely but changed but i don't know what else will happen you can Mm -hmm. fill in the blanks or you don't get abducted and you don't skip three earth years but you can no longer perform comedy instead you are a mild-mannered host of a boring daily children's show forever oh interesting because I do a show that's sort of about that, and then it gets weird. Oh. Mr. Neighbor's House, December 2nd at midnight. Anyway. Wow, um, that <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the other one reminds me of People of Earth, which is currently oh. airing on TBS. Very funny, still funny. Try us. So uh, weird how this stuff happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd go for the alien Thing. It's three Earth years. Yeah, I mean, if it can happen once my daughter's in college and nope. stuff, out of nope, it happens right now. <laughs> yep, I'm so sorry. Oh, that's a bummer. You're gonna binge a lot of stuff that you're not gonna mm. approve of. No, I gotta stick around for the kid then. There you go. Yeah. Good answer. Yeah. And now I'll go back and I'll say you can wait till she's in college. Okay, cool. <laughs> then I'll take off. <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah. I can be tough and I can be nice. If I, I mean, if that happens as as an empty nester, that would be fantastic. That actually would be the perfect way that to like, would be the transition great. into <laughs> like, like right. well, what's next for you, Don? Well, I'm going to another planet. And I'm going to learn don't about their... I don't have a their, ton of deets yet. Yeah. <laughs> apparently, I'll be psychologically scarred when I come back, but it'll be interesting. I'll you, be in one piece. You mm-hmm. could just buy a sports car or something. <laughs> no, I that's made a deal. too predictable. <laughs> <laughs> Insurance rates are insane, though, too. I can't deal with that. This is an all-expense-paid abduction. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then you find out you've just been anally probed for three years straight. You're like, 
was well, it wasn't. No break. Yeah, it was like that got boring. Really, <laughs> really adapted that really First quickly. Days were terrible, and yeah. after that, it was just you know yeah. whatever. It's just a grind, <laughs> literally. Uh, well, you did it, Brian. You made it all the way through, right? Thank you yeah. so much. I did some great tying back into the things oh, I'm gosh, supposed to be promoting. Really yeah. did. Yeah. Really professional. Like promoted gorgeously <laughs> and also elegantly. Yeah, yeah. People of Earth. TBS. TBS. Mr. Mr. Neighbor's House. House. Presently funny. Adult, Adult Swim. Yeah, currently funny. Mr. Neighbor's House, Adult Swim. Very excited about that. I'm very excited, too. Uh, and people can uh, follow you on Twitter mm-hmm. at the Brian Husky. And I prefer they follow me on uh, Instagram because I, I used to be a photographer, so I'm really oh. into pictures sure taking but i don't own a camera now i only do one on my phone so Phones have cameras in them they do so. i hate gear so yeah. like to have it in your phone is so great light. yeah and what's your instagram handle the brian husky oh my gosh it matches all my Twitter. all the bullshit is the brian husky you got your snapchat your tumblr your twitter the instagram but weird your myspace is the brian bichon so. Yes. Yeah. Some things are Who knew? personal. Mm-hmm. Who knew? Yeah, Who knew? my Friendster account is Brian Bishop. <laughs> uh, well, we're on some of those social media things as well. On Twitter, I'm at Cole Stratton. I'm at Vanessa Ragland. The podcast is at PMC Podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks for being here, Brian. Thanks for having us, everybody. Goodbye. Subscribe to the Pop My Culture Podcast on iTunes. Check us out online at popmyculturepodcast.com. And follow us on Twitter at PMC Podcast. Thanks for listening. <laughs>